1: what's up, brawlers Welcome back to yet another episode of Thrown Hands. wreck could not make it tonight; he had some work to do. But joining my family from Buddy Canvas, uh, BJ from No Filter MMA, and Anthony from Buddy Canvas alone. Guys, what's your thoughts on this card? We're gonna start with you, BJ.
2: What's up, man? Um, we're looking at the we're looking at the the prelims.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're looking at the prelims first, but on the whole card, what what you thinking?
2: I think it's a good card. I think it's a solid card, man. There's a lot more um, that people are looking forward to, but this is a good fight too. I mean, this is a good card to to keep it going. You know what I'm saying to keep us filled in. There's a, a lot of good matchups on this card, um, even on the undercard. GM Kim, Molly McCann. That's an exciting fight. Um, there's actually a few exciting fights. You know, all the way up to the main card. So, yeah, I'm excited about this card. I love MMA, man. So all of it is fun to watch for me.
0: <laughs> what about you, Ant? I'm excited. I'm more excited than I was for the card last weekend. To so be honest with you, fellas, I didn't give two things about that card. I almost slipped there, Jacob. I uh, I didn't care about the card. I only care about Edson Giga. Um, it's a lot of fights on this card. Always looking forward to Darren Taylor punching a hole in Bumson's face. So, let's go, man.
1: All right. So we're gonna cover a couple. Uh what is it uh fights on the prelims and then we're going to head on in the main card first uh fight i want to cover on the prelims is uh julian arosa versus charles jordan arosa coming on in about two weeks notice uh fighting out a 150 pound catch weight this is interesting uh julian arosa winning three of his last four and jordan you know bright young prospect it's it's a very interesting featherweight is stacked like the whole division it seems like practically but what's your guys thoughts on this we're going to start with you anthony
0: Uh, From the looks of it, a few fights have fell apart from Mr. Erosa, I mean, Jordan, but I'm more interested because of the comments he made, whether it was today or the past week about he wants to just go in there and wrestle, ruin his life, and then start his mixed martial arts career in the right fashion. I'm like, if you can do that and make a statement, you're going to have yourself a nice little future. You know, especially on one forty five. I mean, the back end of the division isn't the greatest thing in the world. Still missing my buddy Zabit. Hopefully he whenever that clears up. Guys, pray for Zabit. Um, I'm interested to see what happens. It's an, with there's always been a lot of uh speculation around Andrew jordan You know, I like his I like his whole little nickname. So I'm ready to see what he can do. But Julian and Rosa is no pushover. He might not be the greatest, but he's definitely not a pushover. We've always seen little glimpses, and he sort of looks like a beardless Dominic Cruz.
1: Yeah, he's always game. I think that's what's most dangerous about Julian Arosa. But, BJ, uh, quick thoughts on this one, man.
2: Yeah, the same thing, man. Julian Arosa, man, he's a dangerous finisher. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing you can say about Julian Arosa. He's tall, he's long, he's lanky. You know what I'm saying? He's got reach and leg and, uh, you know, hands. You know what I'm saying? He's just a big guy he's coming off of a loss over a Su- uh, loss from sumo cho it's either the thing about julian rosa it's kill or be killed for him you know what i'm saying look at what he's done since he's been in the ufc i mean he choked out sean woodson and then he finished nate Landwehr with a flying knee in the first round like so he's got that killer instinct you know what i'm saying so charles Jordan is just gonna have to be he's gonna really have to be careful coming out in the first round because Julian Arosa took this fight on short notice. He's not trying to be in there for three rounds.
0: You know, what I'm yeah.
2: He's
1: trying to get this fight over with. So, Speaking of getting the fight over with, Um, I got Julian Arosa by knockout. What, what you got, BJ? I got him by submission in the second round.
0: And Really? I got Air Jordan doing the whole little lay and pray ordeal, honest with you, because I haven't seen anything too phenomenal. And he just seems like if he has his head... And his mindset set on wrestling him to death it's probably gonna happen unless you know julian arosa just turns it around and pulls off a crazy submission but i got charles man i got chuck
1: you got chucky Jordan. all right oh boy <laughs> so uh bj take it away man
2: this fight here man molly mccann g and kim it's a it's a tough fight, mm. you know what I'm saying? People forget how dangerous G Young Kim is. I mean, she's she's five six in height, excuse me, five seven in height, and she's got a 72-inch reach advantage. You know what I'm saying? G <laughs> Kim, G Kim is a nasty, nasty flyweight. The thing about G Young Kim, though, is she is very slow. You know what I'm saying? Like she, I feel like she doesn't commit hundred percent. Like she, okay, she
0: takes a little bit to get into fight mode.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like you know, she's good at taking punches, but you know, I don't think that Molly McCann is really gonna be able to go strike for strike with G. Young Kim. I think G Young Kim will put her out. You know, I think Molly McCann's boxing is good. She could land some good shots in there, but she don't have that pop in her shots. You know what I'm saying? Like Gian Kim does. It's gonna look similar to Cash versus um Gina Mazzani. You know what I'm saying? Like once G Young Kim start landing shots, you know, she starts
1: landing clean on Molly McCann, it's a wrap. BJ, my thoughts exactly. What you think, Ed.
0: Fellas. For everybody's watching, if you haven't, go just go to bloodycanvas.com and subscribe. Do I mean dot the YouTube page there isn't no dot com no anything? They will be in the future, hopefully. Mm. Still working on that. Um, And we've had this discussion. I just don't think Molly Buchanan is very good. She, I mean, she comes from the side of the world where it don't matter if you're on a 10-fight losing streak. The UK is going to back you no matter what. (laughs) And she is just a punching bag, man. She's a punching bag. And if G-Young Kim can get them fire fists going instead of waiting until she gets cracked a few times and then get her moja going, unless Molly, you know, goes for the wrestling aspect. I just don't see her winning this fight, man. And I asked you guys this a few weeks ago, if you felt, I believe Mr. No Filter and may agreed with me. This could be a make or break for Molly McCann. I just don't see what she can bring to the table, especially for Julian Kim, who has, we've seen glimpses in her, like she can be something, she can definitely do something. For 125. I don't know about the top half of that division, but it's just not all the way there, man. Yeah. I think you young Kim rides it out to a decision,
1: yeah. Uh, I think young Kim gets the decision too. What about you, BJ? I think
2: she finishes her. I think my, I think you young Kim knocks her out
0: as durable as meatball is, BJ.
2: She's, I mean, she's had a dude as durable as she is. You know what I'm saying? Molly McCann has been beat a lot. Yeah, that
0: UFC. chin's going to
1: break sometime. Yeah, you
0: know. All right. Can, can I start, Jacob? Can I yeah, start, go ahead please? with this fight. I haven't seen now, like I said, when it comes to the United Kingdom, they back their fighters a lot. I don't see all the hype around Patty. Patty the Batty. I don't see all the hype around him. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I've seen his fights. You know, U, the UFC does a great job at who you should look out for and all that. And he's done some interesting things. I've seen T-City do it. I've seen a lot of fighters in the UFC do it. But he's done it against fighters who I personally believe ain't, are not that elite when it comes to cage wars. because there's been a lot of cage warriors that have transcended over and they didn't do that great. The exclusion of, you know, Conor McGregor, and the list goes on and on, you know. Maybe Patty can do something. Maybe he can do something at 155. Um, if I'm right, he was the bantamweight champion for Cage Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's two whole weight divisions up. He's talking a was lot he a bantamweight
1: of, champion? I think he yeah. was feather and um,
0: lightweight. Something. I, I thought it was bantamweight. We we have to get to the bottom of that. I got um, it young Jacob, pull that up. Um, and Patty, man, he has a mouth on him and that's always good. But then there's some fighters where I'm just like, Oh my God, just be quiet. Be quiet. But Just show me something. Maybe he can show us something on Saturday. Um, I don't think that highly of Luigi. So he can get the job done. I mean, it's there. I wish we had the reach in there, but for him, it's zero. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb. Even though I don't think that highly of him, Patty's probably going to pull off his submission victory because, to me, Luigi hasn't always been like, oh, man, we need to look out for this guy at lightweight because it's just there's there's a small door and a small window when it comes to lightweight for you to break through. And Patty just has this huge tidal wave behind him where it's just like no matter what happens, he's going to recover. So Right. Yeah. BJ, do you agree with me or am I crazy?
2: I mean there's a lot of fighters that have come in from K's Warriors. Molly McCann, you know what I'm saying? Um, Corey McKenna down at Strawweight. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people have come in. But for me, like, I get that, like, the hype of Paddy Pimley. Like, I get it. Like, he can he can talk the talk. He can walk the walk. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, but well, we just got to see it before we can yeah. just start yeah. saying that he's going to beat, yeah. you know, you know, just beat people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I just got to see how he looks against a luigi vendermini you know what i'm saying this is a good test for him
0: because from what i've seen cage warriors doesn't have a huge depth when it comes to their divisions so it's always like that one and two it's like okay let's see what can happen so with patty i need to see what can happen he just has a big mouth yeah and everybody loves it but i'm not necessarily the biggest fan Jacob.
1: so he's had he was feather and lightweight champ
0: Mm -hmm. why the hell I heard Bantamweight earlier, but I don't know why. Maybe they messed up on the commentary. They were too excited for their boy. Yeah.
1: but I don't know <clears throat> about this fight for Patty. I mean, Vendramini's a tough, he's not an easy out. That's for sure. But I do I love Patty Pimlet's submission game. I love it. I think he's it's very little, good at little finding
0: little. anything he, he, from any position. He can climb a body and lock on his submission.
1: Yeah. I don't sure. but here's my thing with Patty. I don't know. I don't know what his ceiling is. Right. I, this fight will show me more. but I don't.
0: Jacob, what I, does he look like when he gets up there with the elite strikers of the lightweight division? And that's at the back end, like the tens, nine, yeah. eight, seven. What does it look like? That's then? tough. You know. Yeah, I and mean, I've seen in his fights, I have seen, I've seen him get cracked before he wraps somebody up. So yeah,
1: he he's like he's like Ben Askren in his striking is the only
0: used to grab people, but he can recover better yeah. than Ashton. that's the only positive I mean,
2: let's look at the rankings here. let's look at the lightweight rankings let's look at number 15 I mean you've got um Christos Armin, Siagas, right you got Tiago Moises at number
0: 15 how does he is he gonna wrap up Tiago Moises I mean Islam did it but that's a different story
2: you got Fazayev at number 13 Armand Sarugian at number 14 I mean Diego Ferreira number 11 I mean oh, it's number it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, he's got a tough road ahead of him.
0: Yeah, He needs a few unnumbered opponents before he can even dip into that 15. Yeah, maybe
2: maybe like if he beats Vandermini, like let him fight Austin Hubbard. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's, That's a, a good, good
1: fight. fight. Yeah. yeah. All right. Predictions, y'all. Um I'm Jacob, taking,
0: who you got, buddy? I'm
1: taking Patty the batty by decision. What about you,
0: Ant? I tell you, I'm going. By submission. I can see you getting it done because I haven't seen Luigi do anything that's like he can defend himself well. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, he's in the UFC for a reason, but when it comes to certain things, it's just like a lot of holes in that game, man. And from what I've seen with Pat, he does, he has a beautiful body triangle, by all means. It's just like I said, I don't like his mouth. That's what pushes me away. And people with mouths, they don't always uh, recover well, as we've seen this year in the UFC.
1: BJ, what's your thoughts, big dog? I'm going to go with Vandermini by decision. Damn. All right. I can't disagree with you, but I can't wait for this fight. Someone's getting knocked out. Modestus uh, Bukowskis I'm, versus I'm, Khalil Roundtree Jr. I
0: mean, Jacob, may I? I'm, I'm a little surprised you didn't talk about Unless you're going to get to him, I'm a little surprised you didn't get into Jack Shore. A little bit. Just do a little want, bit. Do you
1: want to speak on Jack Shore, and?
0: um not really, but I was just surprised that you didn't click on him because he's another guy that's just like this tidal wave behind him, is so like I know oh, it's every
1: British man. fighter, dude.
0: Yeah, that's true. If um,
1: Jack Shore really was from is. the depths of, um, uh, freaking, uh, Myanmar, yeah, but, he wouldn't. No one would be talking about him.
0: Jacob, nice transition here. I think you'll appreciate this for your fans. Um, if Khalil Roundtree is to walk away with another L, BJ's questions for you as well, my brother. Um, if he is to take another L, will we see another Instagram post about potential retirement? And it won't be like a Jeff Neil thing, right? Where we've seen Jeff Neil get handled by one boy, and he's like, Look, my body just hasn't been with me, I need an extended period off. With Khalil Roundtree, every time he takes a loss, it seems like he's always knocking on the door of retirement for some reason, and he's so young. Will this be another ordeal? I mean, both of these guys are coming off of losses, and how do you say that, Jacob, before I butcher Bukowski, Bukowskis? Bukowskis. If Bukowskis can land the shots that we've seen him land on his opposition before, to be honest, Khalil Roundtree doesn't have the greatest chin in the world. Yeah. How you feeling, BJ? Do you agree? You agree?
2: I just feel like, I just feel like.
0: um, I mean, we seen Khalil Roundtree against Eric Andrews. We like, oh man, this. If he can we get another fight like this, and then the next fight it was like, thumbs down, man.
2: Right? Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> is he doing? BJ, I just
0: feel like, BJ, I, I, come on! You're making man. me
2: edit. Oh, sorry. Um. <laughs> My bad. Jacob I just realize. put a red
0: X on his face when that part comes out that Oh, YouTube's hilarious. fine.
1: It's it's the audio, which you can't, because that goes over the radio. I'm sorry, bro. You can
0: edit that. Put like um, a whistle over it or something. That'd be hilarious. I feel
1: like I feel like Khalil Roundtree breaks.
2: I feel like he breaks like very
0: you know easy. And
2: like he gets broken in fights. And Modestas <laughs> Bukowskis, he came from that regional UK circuit Lithuania, man. You know that this guy, you know, I think he fights under um, I can't remember his coach's name. Uh, he's my friend on Facebook, he trains the Merns brothers. I keep forgetting his name. Uh, very handsome Dapa fellow. Um, okay. but he Modescas Bukowskis is a hungry, hungry, hungry dude. You know what I'm saying? And if he can get Khalil Roundtree off of his game. You know what I'm saying? If he, all you gotta do is just pressure Khalil Roundtree, man, and he'll break. You know, Back him a few times. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, you want Khalil Roundtree to do well? He looks well. He's very physical. His skill set is there, but he just—it's like he don't have that hunger that he did on the Ultimate Fighter.
0: Jacob, do you agree with our statements here? Yeah.
1: I do. I mean, here's the thing: if Khalil Roundtree go- says he's gonna go into retirement after every fight. He loses. He's not confident he to in who go he is ahead. as a fighter. Right. He needs to go ahead and retire. He He's just got a bounce around. at this point, I think.
0: It's so every fight, by the way, it's every single fight yeah. he does this. He he did it a little <laughs> bit against Kudalaba, which Kudalaba smashed him. Kudalaba wanted the weigh-ins when he scared him, and then Johnny Walker. It didn't really happen. With Johnny Walker. He just said, "All oh, right, I got to figure some things out." And then the, I forget the fight after that. He lost, and he was just like he wrote a. Three page yeah. essay on Instagram. Yeah, it's he, like,
1: he should be. He should just be done. So, so predictions. I'm going Bukowski's by brutal he's knockout. Getting, he's getting older
2: too. Yeah,
0: he's getting older. BJ, um, Jacob to ride off you, man. Bukowski's first round knockout.
2: I got Bukowski's second round knockout.
1: Perfect. All right, the one of the, another main main card bout here: Alex Morano versus David Zawada um interesting fight here i think if morano get one more win up at welterweight, he could possibly see himself in the rankings i don't know what you guys think but uh we're gonna start with you bj what's your thoughts on this little uh, bout right here
2: um i like alex morano um in this fight man i think he's just a tough super tough greedy guy um there was one fight of his that i really um was it the it was it he Alex Morono when he fought um Donald Cerrone, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, no, 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 not Donald Cerrone. What am I so, talking about? Don't don't stop um, nice Rice McKee. Rice yeah. McKee. When he yeah. fought Rice yeah. McKee, man, I thought he looked good in that fight. You know what I'm saying? I thought he looked really good in that <clears> fight. Um, I enjoy watching that fight, but he's been kind of spotty, you know what I'm saying? He lost to chaos Williams, you know what I'm saying? And he lost to Anthony Pettis, you know what I'm saying. But I mean, he's he's kind of spotty, but I think he can, I think he's can pull it together. You know what I'm saying? He's been in the UFC for a long time. Beat Max Griffin. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got some good wins, but I think he needs to make a statement against the water in order for anybody to really take him seriously. Like, I mean, he beat a broken cowboy. Yes. So, I mean, that's like his biggest win, but it was cowboy, at like 25% cowboy. He ain't at all. No, it
0: was like more like negative 25% right. cowboy. Right. And yeah. Listen, man, BJ piggyback off you, buddy. It's easy to look like a world-beater when you're facing cowboys around I get it. Everybody loves him. They love the walkouts. They love little Dallas. They love when his grandma comes in off the gone. They love all that, right? But when you make when cowboy has the same look on his face every time he gets connected with, it's like the fight's already over, man. And with Alex Morono, he's he's good. By all means. We've seen his striking is there. But like BJ just said, we need to see something where it's like, let's see something like they don't even have to be a first round knockout. Right. Let's see a class, a world class few rounds where he can separate himself from the pack of the unranked in the back end of that division. Because he's very spotty. Like BJ said, he has his ups and downs. And very talented, case, though he's very talented. But when he faces someone that's as aggressive as like a chaos Williams, he folds. He folds, and if Zawada can do that, which jump ahead real quick, I don't think he's gonna do that. And I think Alex can get it done, but it's just when he faces someone that applies the same pressure he applies to fighters, it's it doesn't usually end well. So I'm just go with Alex Morono. I don't know about a finish or anything, Jacob. Sorry to disappoint you, buddy. Because they like say he's just so spotty. He's just so spotty, you just and I never, ne- know. I never yeah. really put. I'm sorry, like I said, I understand why everybody loves the guy, but I never put too much stock into fighters after they finish. Cowboy, everybody finishes cowboy at this point. Yeah, everybody.
1: You know, if you look at look back at it, man, they really fed cowboy to the wolves when they put him up against Connor.
0: Did they, or did cowboy? Did cowboy? They? Did cowboy- continuously call count call counter out for like two years that's true but and he folded over a shoulder strike
1: yeah look hindsight hindsight
0: he was wobbled over shoulder. yeah he
1: was but i'm just saying hindsight i mean i i say you know you get what he was fed
0: to the wolves when he fought tony ferguson he was done then that's true but he was done he was
1: he was on
2: a nice little streak before that tony ferguson fight though
0: who did he fight, BJ? Be honest. That's with. true.
2: But we at this point in Cowboys' career, we just need to see wins. And he's he has rattled nice. off like three wins in
0: a row. And he's always he's always saying the old man can still get one more in there, man. I want to get that win before I hang it up. Is he ever gonna is he gonna continue? He's to gotta chase do it against that that a contender
1: series kid, man. He's gotta do it against someone my age.
2: <laughs> Put him in there with Macy Barber. Let's see what happens. Macy oh, Macy will probably put him to sleep.
0: By the way, I'm sorry for everybody listening. I just want to throw this out there before we get, I hope we can do a little segment on our own time after this video. I know BJ talked about but I'd love for the three of us to talk about the fight that was recently announced with Macy Barber. and I think there's a lot riding on that. Jacob, will Alex Morono put David Zawadawa away? Yes. Okay.
1: Third round knockout. TKO, not KO, TKO. BJ, what you think, bro? I'm going to go with Alex Morono. First round, first round TKO. Okay. All right. The co-main event of the evening, Tom Aspinall versus Sergey Spivach. He was going to fight Skr- Sergey Pavlovich, if I'm not mistaken, but that fight fell through. But we got Tom Aspinall versus Sergey Spivach. Great fight, regardless. I think Tom Aspinall and Chris Dockerson are the future of this division. Let's be honest here.
0: I think Tom Aspinall shows his worth because I don't really think Sergey Spivak has done anything to where he's like, okay, let's see him. I agree. In the middle of the division, and see what he can do. He has good wins. Didn't he,
2: Ma- didn't he beat didn't he beat Tabira?
0: Yes, he did. Okay. he did. He did, and I believe it was a finish. If I'm right, I believe it was a finish. Yeah. But Tom Aspinall is just one of these guys. Now he's one of these guys. We were just talking about the United Kingdom with a huge wave. But we can see why that wave is there. We can see. And there's Ben Fighters, Jacob, who's coming to the heavyweights. Oh man, remember Tanner Bowser? He was supposed to be another world beater. And then his momentum hit a brick wall when he fought Andre Arlowski. Tom Aspinall puts people to sleep. Sergey Spivak holds his head high. And he sometimes puts himself to sleep, even though he has two losses. There's been plenty of times we've seen him hurt in the octagon. Tom Aspinall has phenomenal combinations. Tom Aspinall first round knockout.
2: That's what I was going to say, too. I was going to talk about the striking of Tom Aspinall, man. I think Sergey Spivak is a slow starter. And I think Tom Aspinall will go after him because, you know what I'm saying, Tom's trying to hold on to that number 13 spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's fighting down if you really look at it that way. So, I mean, you know, and if you let up against Sergey Spivak, he'll put you out. He'll put you away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's one of those fighters you got to pour it on him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because the longer you let him fight, the more he'll get in there. That's what Martin Tabura messed up at. Martin Tabura let him, um, you know, gave him too many opportunities.
1: Yeah, and I think I think Tom Asma, you know, he has no problem putting the load on you. Yeah. So, all right, predictions. I'm going to Tom Aspinall first round knockout. BJ, what you think, bro? I'm going to go Tom Aspinall second round KO. And
0: I already said it. Tom Aspinall first round knockout. May I take over for a moment, Jacob?
1: What What Man. is it about?
0: Man, just click, click the next one. No, I want to introduce this one. No, click the next one, buddy. Just do it. Derek Bumpson against the Gorilla. Darren Till. Hey, dude,
1: I said I was going to introduce this. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Hold on. So I don't get messed up real quick. I'm muting your ass. Anyway. All right. Derek, Derek Brunson versus Darren Till. The gorilla Darren Till. You know, coming off a loss to Bobby Knuckles. Very close fight. And Derek Brunson coming off a win against Kevin Holland himself. So... Interesting fight here. Whoever wins this fight, Mike, the next title shot. If Bobby Knuckles can't fight soon, or if Dana White at Dana White's, um, uh, what is it? Whatever, he, whatever the heck he wants. BJ, what you think about this fight, bro? Oh, he frozen. No, I'm not frozen. Oh, there you are.
2: What you think about? In the words of my muted friend Anthony, um, am gonna. Uh, Derek Bumpson. is just too much. He's he's a slow starter, like. These slow starters against people like Darren Till, man, it's just not good, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Derek Bumpson, his his wrestling is good, yes, but Darren Till, man, that's straight left down the pipe. Like Darren Till, his striking is too good, man, to be to be a slow starter in there with Darren Till. Like his striking is too lethal. Darren Till still got that power, you know what I'm saying? And Derek Brunson, yeah. he likes to get in there and he likes to take pictures in the octagon, you know what I'm saying? And <sighs> You know, yeah. Dan Taylor put his lights out,
1: yeah. All right, and you can unmute yourself if you want. For the record,
0: I want to say everybody laugh at Jacob because he has to edit himself out <laughs> when he does this later because he dropped a, a that word's nasty. actually
1: appropriate on the radio, buddy. Fun well,
0: fact, it, it was very hurtful to me. And <laughs> Derek Bumpson can look great against Kevin Holland when he takes him down. He can look great against Edmund Shabazzian when he can, when he gets taken down. The last time we've seen Darren Till get taken down was against Tyron Woodley, and he was a hurt man when he got taken down. He could have recovered and got up. He could have, but he was a hurt. He wasn't there after that bomb landed. Darren Till, outside of Conor McGregor, has, in my opinion, the best straight in the whole UFC. It's just it's lethal. It's money every time he lands. We've seen what he did to Bobby Knuckles. He had his opening there, but since Robert Whitaker got, you know, destroyed for his chill, belt chill by, by chill, Izzy, chill. he's recovered in a phenomenal way. And Derek Bumpson is gonna go out there with that goofy look on his face and try to do head movement and all that. Darren is gonna do his karate stance and lay a strike. And he's not going to let up because Darren Till was just vicious. I mean, his worst fight to date, I would say, is probably against Kevin Gaslam. And we've seen how Kevin Gaslam has looked lately. That's just not good. And Darren Till is someone, everybody wants to fight with him and Izzy. No one cares about, well, I'm interested. I'm sure BJ is interested. I'm sure Jacob is interested to see how Izzy faces off against this new, not rebranded and rebuilt Robert Whitaker because same Robert Whitaker he's just more his IQ was higher when it comes to the octagon everybody wants to see Izzy Darren Till Darren Till is going to go out there and knock Derek Brunson out because Darren because Derek Thompson cannot handle a striker and he doesn't know what to do when he cannot Take his opponent down. And we've seen that firsthand with Israel Adesanya. We've seen that with numerous fights he has lost. The man has seven losses. Darren Till only has three. And they were, in all fairness, they're pretty good losses for Darren Till. And Darren Till, his takedown defense, I think, is slept on. He does end up on his back, but he's never there for usually that long. Darren is going to get the job done with a missile of a straight. Jacob Janowski. Apologize to me right now for muting me.
1: No. Anyway. <laughs> I, I got I got uh, the gorilla by a knockout
0: first round.
2: Yes. Me yes. too. Yes. Me too.
0: And then Dan was gonna cut a mean promo.
1: Anybody at anywhere? I don't Anybody. care.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. And <laughs> and, and Derek Bumpson is gonna cry. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there you go. All right.
0: There you go,
1: BJ. No. I don't know if you two know, but at their own hands, after, after you know, the preview, we go over some of the day's news. Uh, Brady versus Chiesa, set for a November 20th event. What's your guys' thoughts on that fight? Chiesa we'll just,
2: need, just needs a win. He needs to get in there and win, you know? I mean, he, he, he's got a – he's kind of like a Kevin Lee at this point.
0: Yeah. What about you, Ant? I think for how long he survived against Vicente bouquet, who's a next person who is arguably the next title challenger for welterweight, though. I think he has to look good for his striking for what he landed. He's improved. So if he can, but I don't know if he wants to do that with Brady, man. Brady got it. So he need, he just needs to do what everybody knows him for, wraps him up, snatch that neck. And you know, bounce back with a nice little win, maybe he gets another name. But until then, he hasn't done too fair with names. He did I mean, what was his last big win? Anthony Pettis. And Anthony Pettis is essentially in the same boat as Cowboy. We see what Anthony Pettis is doing in PFL now. So I don't really have too much stock into Michael Kiesa, Jacob. How you feeling?
1: I think it's gonna be an interesting fight. Sean Brady's really good. That's what I'm saying. Uh, has
0: a nice tattoo too. I like his tattoo. So
1: I don't. I don't know how the results going to be because you know Kies is a veteran of this of this <laughs> you know league. Um, uh, but we'll, I'll decide what I think is going to happen toward more toward the fight. Um, BJ, Kaitlin Vieira versus uh, Misha Tate. What's your thoughts, bro?
2: Misha, Misha's better all around. Better on the ground. <laughs> um, way she's looked on the feet. Misha's looking better on the feet than Ketlin Vieira. You know what I'm saying? Like Ketlin Vieira. Th- just, she's just not that active of a fighter. It's like it's like Irene Aldana broke Ketlin Vieira. Like That's not the same Ketlin Vieira that went toe-to-toe with Kat Zangano in there. You know what I'm saying? That's not the same Ketlin. She ain't looked the same since. So I'm going to have to go with Misha Tate by stoppage.
1: What's your thoughts, Ant?
0: Ketlin Vieira better wing something if she wants to avoid getting taken down by Misha Tate, because if Misha gets her down, Not gonna be good. Jacob, I hope we bring it up a fight. I want to talk about that. Sort of got announced today, but it didn't really get announced today. We just seen a picture.
1: Um Nate and um Luke? No. Um well there's one I do want to talk about. It's Bad Riddell and Rafael Faziv. That's a that's violence. That's not it. But and what do you think about the fight though? It's violence, right?
0: It's going to be violence, and this might be Fazeev's hardest fight. I mean, however how you feel about the whole – his last go-around, however you feel about it, it's all opinion, you know. But Brad Riddell, he toughed it out. He toughed it out in his last go-around, too. I'm just like, that was a great win against <laughs> Drew Dover. Great win. Um, I, and what, I know, what fight are you
1: talking about, bro?
0: Dustin Poirier. Oh, Charlie Olives. Charles Oliveira. I see Yikes. a lot of people saying Charlie Olives gets it done. but I don't think so, man. I think it's destiny that Poirier becomes champ. Yeah. I think
1: it's, I think, yeah,
0: I'm going to go with Poirier on that one. Unless Olives, as you would say, Mr. Janowski, can wrap him up and get a submission and just work the ground work it because by all means Dustin Poirier is good on the ground but I think it's a little overrated you can look amazing on the ground against Conor McGregor it just happens you can look amazing on the ground against him but with Charles Oliveira, you don't want to do that and I don't think Charles Oliver is going to want to go toe-to-toe with the diamond himself it's going to be an interesting fight and from the way it looks it looks like that card might be Crazy. It's
2: Speaking crazy, of and the thing and the thing about it, though, if Dustin does catch that lucky shot on him, Dustin will be a whole lot smarter about finishing it than mm-hmm. what, um, than Chandler. What Chandler did. Yeah, he'll be a whole lot smarter.
1: Yeah. Uh, more fights on that card.
0: Um, Junior Brandon Morena, Pena, Amanda Nunes,
1: legal murder, <laughs> state-sanctioned murder. But anyway, um, Brandon Moreno yeah, versus just Alexander Pantoja. Uh.
0: Brandon Moreno looks like a whole new man since the last two times they fought. He's looked very well. He's training with some of the best fighters in the world. He's getting pointers for some of the best fighters in the world. We see him and Canelo being very close buddies. I think that favors in him a lot. And Pantoja is a good fighter. But, you know, how does he look look out there against a rejuvenated Brandon Moreno, who is at this point... However, you want to call it. I still think Figgy won the first fight. People say he won. So he's beaten Figgy twice. Is Pantoja gonna beat this man when Figgy is literally the Kratos of the flyaway division? BJ, man. Is Pantoja and new? Is he I gonna, Pantoja, is, he gonna man, put, is he gonna put Moreno away for the third time?
2: I like Pantoja, man. I I, I like Pantoja. I do like I I, I like him. Uh, and it's two guys at farway that I really like. And it's Pantoja and Matt Schnell. Like those are the two guys that I really like at 125. And he's got two wins over Brandon, but I've, I've fallen in love with Brandon Moreno too. You know what I'm saying? Just seeing him be tough out there and be gritty and grind out that fight. You know what I'm saying? Those fights with biggie. Um, it's a tough fight, man. I want to see the third one. I want to see if Brandon Moreno, is if he can beat Pantoja. It's the fight
1: that makes the most sense right now. All right, there's a major uh, UFC signing announcement that came out a few few hours ago. Alex Pereira, Pereira, the only man to knock out Israel Adesanya in kickboxing or any combat sport, has signed with the UFC after his Glory kickboxing title defense. Scary, this is exciting.
0: Man. Scary man for all Scary. from his UFC, not his from his MMA fights already with light heavyweight. They better so. watch out, man. They need to watch out. As much as I love Yeri, that's crazy. Oxy, future champ. Them lightweights need to watch out. Man. Light heavyweights need to watch out, man. Because Alex he's a world class like wrecking machine.
1: He's very good. That's he's crazy. He's very good. I'm. Ex- it's it's exciting. Yeah. Um. Hey, what you think about uh, Felicia Spencer versus uh, Leah Letson? Bj, let's let's go Letson, man. It's
2: time. It's time. It's finally time that Leah Letson makes her return to the featherweight division. Makes her return to the UFC. A lot of health problems, man. A lot of health problems that came from under eating and over training. You know what I'm saying? Leah broke her body down to the molecular level, man. To the cellular level. She had to come off. Bj,
0: getting his biology. I mean, I'm just
2: being real. You know what I'm saying? Like she talked about it. She went off, She got knocked all the way down. You know what I'm saying? And then slowly it took three years, three years out of somebody in their prime years, you know, a young fighter, three years to get to where she can compete. You know what I'm saying? and Sort of
0: like Misha Tate, right?
2: No, not necessarily. Misha kind of went away and had a family that's a little different. I tried. I tried. Leah, yeah, Leah was a whole different ball game. Like she was kind of, and, and you can ask fighters, she was kind of like a guinea pig for the UFC Performance mm-hmm. Institute as mm-hmm. far as getting her health back and Mm -hmm. showing, you know, proper weight cutting and whatnot. Like that's the, and and real quick, just to kind of side note, this is why me and Combo Breaker 99 have been stressing so hard about these extreme weight cuts. Fighters like Macy Chasson, Bia Malecki, Norma Dumont, like stop trying to make 135 pounds just because there's more girls there. If y'all were to come into the 145 pound divisions where your body belongs, you would make the division. You, you, you would make the division. And Leah Letson was trying to do what Macy did, what Bia did and cut down to 135 pounds. And it just didn't work. It just wasn't working for her. And she almost killed herself trying to do it. And she's like, you know, you know what? I've been fighting at featherweight. I'm going to stay fighting at featherweight. This is my weight class.
0: Jacob. Jacob. Was Priscilla to put away Jillian Robertson? Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. If, if they're now, if it's today, um, that's in the scenario, if they are to stay on the feet because Priscilla can handle herself well when it goes to takedowns, unless it's Valentina Shevchenko. So if, because, you mean- know. So, you Gina Mazzani, BJ, Gina Mazzani was taking her down left B, and right. Guys, guys, you can't, guys. You can't guys, say that. That's a false statement. Guys, 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 guys. That's a false statement. Hey guys, guys.
1: We, we, we gotta wrap this up because I know, but I'm just I'm just getting one
0: it. more. I'm just getting one more. Yeah, out. Don't sweat it, buddy. Um, because Jenly Robinson, our past few, she has been very comfortable with staying on the feet. And Priscilla, she's just like Jillian not gonna,
2: not gonna play that game, she's not gonna play that game her. I thought she, she wasn't gonna play that people game. Thought she fights, was buddy. I was I was I was I was surprised that she played that game with Poliana Botello because Poliana Botello got that thigh out in her fist, too. You know what I'm saying? But Jillian Robertson right out the gate dove straight for those ankles, man, mm-hmm. and got Poliana botello down. If she if Jillian Robertson gets if she gets Priscilla Casueta down and secures top position, there's no beating Jillian Robertson. She has the best question. top. Best top control. Better division. question
0: for not you, Jacob, but for our lovely bloody canvas family here on a scale of one to ten. How surprised would you be if Priscilla Catchway knocked out Jillian Robinson? A seven, a seven,
2: one and a
0: half. I'd Craziest say about, a I'd
1: say about a Jacob,
0: five. You're,
1: you're not using
0: reason say about a five. To say that you
1: you're not using, that. you don't use reason when you talk about uh Nunez and Pena, bruh.
0: Okay, right. thing up we, got one more. we
1: got one more thing to talk about. Uh, BJ, I'm going to have you take this one away, bro. Macy Barber and Montana on, De La man. Rosa. I was
0: playing, that was going to be for our little segment. You weenie. Montana La Just La touch Rosa. on it for this.
2: Macy Barber called out Montana De La Rosa a while back saying that Montana ducked the fade with her when there was mm-hmm. no fight offered. No fight offered to Montana. And Montana G checked her on Twitter. So that I feel like this fight is going to heat up you know what i'm saying when well, by the time weigh ins come and interviews start popping out you know i feel like macy going to start talking trash about montana but listen man listen if macy barber i understand macy barber got power but her striking is garbage montana will 100% outgrapple and outstrike macy take barber out,
0: Jacob. In this fight. Jacob, take us out take us out
1: take us out all right guys let's go They'll let's go let's go be dumbest
0: thing i've ever heard in my life
1: all right, BJ. All right, guys. Uh, This will do it for this episode of Throwing Hands. Uh, You can catch us for the review on mon- on Tuesday. We'll record it on Monday. But anyway, BJ, Ant, I want to thank you all for coming on. Hey, uh, Ant, where can they find you, buddy?
0: the canvas on the YouTube page. You know, you can see all three of our beautiful faces there, including a few other of our family members that we have on board. Shout out to Angel. Shout out to the returning Alex B. Heunin and Liam under a rock somewhere that we're still trying to find. Um and you can find me on Twitter, man. G-A-R-King 0393 baby.
1: What about you, BJ? Where can Not find the baby
0: you? part, but you know.
2: <laughs> At no filter MMA on Twitter and no filter mma right here on YouTube, guys.
1: All right, y'all. So that'll do it for this episode of Third Hands. We'll see y'all later.